My scripture today comes from the book of Matthew, chapter 7, verse 13 through 14. Amen. And it reads, enter through the narrow gate. For wide is the gate and broad is the road that leads to destruction. Enter through the Y'all want to know why I ain't talking? It's because I'm waiting for you. Enter through the. Enter through the. For wide is the gate and broad is the road that leads to destruction. And many. Whoa, 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 whoa. That last part ended with destruction. But the next part says, and many. Enter through it. Verse 14 says. But small is the gate, and narrow is the road that leads to life. Leads to what? Life. But only few find it. Roads, roadways, pathways. Lines. Today, if I were to title this message, and I'm going to tell you why I titled it that in a minute, I'm going to be preaching on the subject of kingdom infrastructure. Amen. Thank you. Amen. Can we look to the Lord in prayer today? Father, I thank you. I believe your word is blessed. And no devil in hell could ever reverse what your word is set out to accomplish. And I just pray today that you would, God, move in this house like only you can. I ask that you would, Father, just take what you've blessed me with today and cause your people to be changed and transformed forever and drawn closer to you in Jesus' mighty name. Somebody say amen. amen. That's a popular word, infrastructure. Popular word. It's a word that they always use whenever they are planning in Congress to pass a big bill. This is an infrastructure bill. And uh, maybe we don't know what it is because every time they always got to pass billions of dollars for infrastructure. <laughs> amen, somebody. Uh, but what is uh, infrastructure of a society? It is the roadways, the systems by which we use to travel. It is the communication highways. It is your electrical lines. It is your pipelines. This week I was calling because I had a problem when a storm hit uh, in my backyard, amen, and I called up the plumbing, uh, uh, the water people, and they said, that's not a job for us. I said, well, who fixes this type of stuff that uh, 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 works together like this? They, they told me, you got to go to the Department of Public Works. They handle, handle all the infrastructure. I said, that's a big word. <laughs> you know, hallelujah. But it is your roadways. It is your communication system. It is your your internet, your satellites. It is the thing that governs a city. It is, let me say it this way, the skeleton and the framework of what makes an economy run. You remove the infrastructure 
Then the economy collapsed. You don't believe me? Just shut down our power grid in New York and see what happens. No, Lord, please don't let that happen. <laughs> you don't believe me? Break a couple roads. Hallelujah. Well, they did that on the van. We see how much that affects our life since I was a kid. Hallelujah. It, it, is, it is the service that services the services. Oh, let me say that again slowly. It is the service that services the services. What do you mean by that? Before you can get uh, 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 to your grocery store to get the groceries on there, somebody drove it there. And without the road built, they would have never gotten it there. Do you follow that? When you pull up to get your gas, that's $10 a gallon right now. Amen. That's a joke. We, we bind the devil. Devil is a liar. Uh, somebody drove it there. Somebody brought it there. When you, when you get on this and you make a phone call, there are people hanging wires. There are roadways that without them, and you can tell an economy is great by the infrastructure in it. A lot of people, you know, when I was young, I studied psychology. I studied, uh, uh, obviously, philosophy. I studied, obviously, religion. But one thing I ever, I stayed away a lot from, but now I am on it a lot, is economics. Because oftentimes, what they tell you on the television, why a community is bad, is not necessarily the truth. If you don't understand what governs and causes wealth, what governs and causes uh, nations to be great, and you keep regurgitating the lies that they tell you on television, you might never come out of that. But what I've understand is that you can be wealthy just by where you're located. Your location alone can cause you to be wealthy. Because where you are, that's why people pay higher prices to live next to uh, 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 traveling hubs businesses flourish when there's more traffic, when you can get to it. Nobody's going to go put their, their grocery store in a farm where no roads are. Do you follow that? And the infrastructure, you remove it, an economy can collapse. I want you to know what is true for economies and cities and countries and governments. It is true for kingdom life. That there is an infrastructure that must be in place for you to receive victory as a kingdom citizen. And when that infrastructure is removed, what is left is something that ain't prospering. I don't know about you, but I want to prosper as a kingdom citizen. And you say, Pastor, what are you talking about? Well, let me, let me break it down this way. When you read the book of Ephesians, the book of Ephesians talks about putting on the whole armor of God. It starts off by talking about putting on the helmet of salvation. Salvation is a road. It's an infrastructure. You need that. It talks about the shield of faith. Faith is an infrastructure. It's a roadway. It talks about having your feet shod with the preparation of the gospel. The gospel is a, is a roadway. The, 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 your loins girded with truth. It's another roadway. And these things are all things that the believer must make sure those roadways are clear. That he still got salvation. That his shield of faith is still on. That he still got the gospel. That he still, y'all ain't hearing me. And it's not just in the book of Ephesians. You can search the whole Bible. The Bible has something for every part of your life. A, a scripture for an infrastructure on how the kingdom can bring you prosperity through that road. 
Oh, y'all don't believe me. The Bible talks about in the book of Hebrews that you shouldn't forsake the assembling of, of the church. You need church. You need the body of Christ. That's an infrastructure. If, you, if you're a Christian and you refuse to go to church, something ain't right. And that's not to make everybody come back to you. We know it's a pandemic. You know, figure out life. Hallelujah. We all trying to. But, I, but, 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 but the point is you need, you look in the book of Proverbs. The book of Proverbs says things like the borrower is slave to the lender. That's a road. That's an infrastructure. Those are all, and I could go down the line and show you principles. The Bible talks about marriage. Husbands, love your wives like Christ loved the church. Christ died for the church. I saw some men open their eyes real big. They said, there's a level of love I got. I don't know if I. Christ gave his life for the church. Christ does everything to make the church become what it's supposed to be. That's a tough job for a husband. All right, the men ain't helping me. Maybe the women will help me. It says women, wives, submit yourselves to your husbands. But it is an infrastructure removed from society. You get what we got now. You got families that don't exist anymore. Oh, I'm going to preach this morning in this house of the Lord Jesus Christ, of Jesus, of the Lord. Y'all hear what I'm saying in this place? There are principles that the Bible says these things must be in place. And when you get to the scripture that I'm reading from today, that in context there, the Bible gives you twos. In that same chapter in Matthew chapter 7, it talks about two foundations. A wise man builds on the word of God, but the foolish man builds on sand. Hallelujah. Two foundations. It talks about two professions. Two men went to God and one said, we prophesied in your name. He says, depart from me, you workers. There are those that do iniquity and there are those that do good in the sight of the Lord. Two kinds of people. It gives, it gives two kinds of fruits. Every tree that bears fruit, you're going to know if it's a good tree by the fruit it bears so a tree that bears good fruit is a good tree a tree that is bearing fruit that is not good you will know and then here comes my text he gives you two roadways Hallelujah! and he says the kingdom of darkness has an infrastructure and it is very broad and very easily accessible. The way of the world and the systems of the world is easily accessible. But then there's another system in which you should live and few find it. And so can I talk about how you can recognize a kingdom road? Because sometimes we, we don't recognize them. And so we, we pass them. Sometimes we recognize them and there's a reason we don't take that road. Can we talk about that for a minute? Uh, in the scriptures here when it says enter through the narrow gate for wide is the gate and broad is the road that leads to destruction. The first thing I want you to see is that 
The Bible says there's two roads here. And my first point to you today is you can't travel two roads at the same time. You can't travel in opposite directions at the same time. Oh gosh, hallelujah. You can't, I've never seen a man walk like hallelujah. I've never seen a car, hallelujah, oh, except it's, what was that, was that movie back in the day, the Disney movie with the car, he split, anyway, never mind. Uh, 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 or that was at Disney they did that. <laughs> when they split the car. You, you've never seen a car drive up the Belt Parkway and down the Belt Parkway at the same time. You cannot travel two directions. The Bible says it like this in another part. A double-minded man is unstable in all his ways. Have you ever seen a double-minded man? He just don't ever know. I'm preaching to myself there for a little bit. Hallelujah. Hold on, Holy Spirit. Hold on. Uh, 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 you, you, you know, when you, when you are not, you can't, you can't travel in two opposite directions. And make no mistakes about it. What the Bible is talking about here is clear. That you cannot do life the world way and want kingdom blessings. And you cannot do kingdom blessings but want the world's applause. Y'all ain't hearing me. Come on, somebody. You, you, you've got to make up your mind which road you're going to travel. And you don't travel that road based on anything else other than you've found this road to be a good road. Amen, somebody. Here's the second thing. I want you to notice that when the Bible talks about the broad road, it says many people find it. Why does many people find the broad road? Because the broad road, here goes this word three weeks in a row, does not require discipline. Anything goes on the broad road. There are no rules or regulations. There are no stipulations. And when you live on the broad road, there are no rules, no regulations, and there's a lot of people there. Here's point number three, right? Here's point number three. And not because a lot of people are doing a thing makes it right. Oh my gosh. Ooh, because it is trending don't mean you got to end with it. Let it be a trend, not your end. Y'all hear what I'm saying? Not because something is popular, not because this is what everybody is doing, not because this is, this, is, this is the status quo of society today, mean that it makes it right. Let me tell you something. You will always find support when you're doing evil. You don't believe me? Try it out this week. Ask your friends what club they're going to and see if they don't see if you want to go. Ask your friends who don't, uh, 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 you know, hallelujah, we're not going to judge, amen. But ask the folks out there that you hang with, what are they doing this weekend? And see if you don't get an invite and see if you won't get support to actually show up to that stuff. But then do this part. Invite them at 11 a.m. and see if they don't got a headache. See if they foot didn't break. See if they don't even understand why. They, you don't never got to understand why they clubbing and drinking and, and, and doing this and doing that. You don't never have to go around the philosophical mindset of the drinker. But when it comes to you saying, come, let's worship God. Why do you worship God? It's God. Real is God. I got so many questions. You will always find support to do what is wrong. You will always find somebody to get on the phone with you and talk you into why you should remain angry and, 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 and be bitter. 
it's hard to find people when you pick up the phone and tell you you're wrong. Repent. Call that person and tell them you're sorry. You will always find people uh, uh, to support you when you're doing wrong. And that's all that's happening in this world. There's not a lot of people looking into society. Listen, New York City. I live in New York City. I saw that video the other day of the kid trying, uh, almost being kidnapped. My heart broke. That, uh, uh, a man would run and grab a kid right in front of the mother and run to the car. Like, what? Like, bro, what? what is... Like what this, like next level evil, they used to kidnap when the parent wasn't around. Now they like parent day, I'm snatching the kid in front of you and if you can't run fast enough. Why am I telling you that? I'm telling you that our, our, our society, you see it more and more. It, 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 is, it is more gunshots. Right here, not too far from our church, somebody was shot and killed. Not too long ago, about a week ago, I believe it was. You see more and more of the violence. You see more and more of it happening. And nobody's asking, why are these things happening? Because when you, when you dig and pull back the layers a little bit in our society, there is a lot of support for gang violence. Oh, what you talking about, Pastor Rich? We never going to talk about the music. Oh, we never going to talk about the movies, the pop culture that constantly perpetuates evil, perpetuates promiscuity, perpetuates living foul. You log on the internet, it is more. TikTok, you can't go on TikTok as a young person or anybody and, 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 and spout scriptures. That's a place where you come and you wild out. That's your secret place and there's support for it you will always find support to do wrong on the broad road and I don't care how many people is walking there learn this lesson in life when everybody's doing it that's the number one reason for you to pause and say wait a minute when everybody's thinking the same stop come on somebody when everybody's following the same road stop and say what's going on here Many people don't want to live out their Christianity to the extent that they know they ought to because the broad road ridicules it and there's no support for it. But look at this. The Bible says that, watch this, if you don't know where you're going, Right? The Bible don't say this, but let me just say this is another point I want to make to you. If you don't know where you're going, any road will lead you there. As a matter of fact, you are already there. Uh, 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 let me say that again. Let me say that again. A lot of people don't find the broad, the, the, the narrow road. And make no mistakes, there, there's no third road here, an undecided road. So people who are still on, I'm going to say it again for you, Brother Sam. The people who are like, well, I just don't know. You know, I'm still, this, you on the road. It's called Broad. You on Broadway. You are the main play on Broadway. Yeah. There's no third option on these roads. Do you follow that? Now, now what does that have to do with you? In context here, he's talking about salvation, and I'm going to get back to that. But you know this is true for every other aspect of your life. When it comes to marriage, there's a broad way of how to handle your marriage. Put your foot down in the house, man. (laughs) 
Do you know the amount of stuff people do now and bring into their marriage? It got so quiet in here. People bring all these ideologies of how a marriage should run into their home. Well, I've seen this couple do this. And we want to... The road that talks about how a marriage should run. Notice that when I said husband loves your wives and I begun to describe it, how quiet it got. Notice when I said wives, submit yourself to such a, a husband it was beyond quiet. It was, was the movie, The Quiet quiet Place. We acted like if we said something, there was going to be a monster in here killing us. It's a narrow road, and few find it. Notice when you're a young person, the Bible says, remember now the creator in the days of your youth, so that when the days, the older days come, you won't look back with regret on man. But no, no, no. That's hard. Kids ain't trying to come to prayer meeting Friday night. Not the young people in this church. Oh, y'all coming to turn up and pray, right? No, I'm, I'm talking real, y'all. The way of a young people finding prayer, but look in the Bible. And look at the young people when they were young who found the narrow roads, the infrastructures of the kingdom. Look at the Davids when they were young. Look at what they became when they became older. Look at the Joseph when they were young. Oh my gosh. Look, look, look at the people who served God at a young age. Look at what Solomon asked for when he took the kingdom. He said, God, I just want wisdom. Josiah was eight years old when he begun to rule. And by the time he turned a teenager, he did what no other king was doing. He did what was right in the eyes of the... I'm telling you, but when it's times to do right... That's hard for the kids. The Broadway. Everybody out in marriage? Wait until I'm married? No, what's up with that? No, what you trying to, whatsoever things are pure? But that's my dude. Oh, Y'all just got quiet in here. When it comes to money, there's a Broadway. You can't just break the bank and buy everything. You've got to steward it. You've got to let God be God over your money too. Oh, it's going to get real quiet now. Because in the pandemic, people felt like God went on strike and there was no need to tithe. Not in this church, but the other pastors that I talked to. Let me tell you something. God, in the prosperity season, is the God in the tough season. And it does. I always honor God with whatever fruits he's given me. The first is yours, God. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. And it doesn't mean that I spend reckless after. But the fact that I put him first. Putting first is not just giving him your tithes and your offering. But it's also I'm going to honor you with the way you tell me to handle the rest. We stop at tithing. We treat tithing like it's a magic potion. And so you give to God and you say, well, you owe me. God does not owe. I'm a top rock up here. One, Any man, anything. Old school used to be, God is 
obligated to God is not obligated to do nothing than be God. Anytime he does something for you, it is called grace. Yeah, 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 yeah. But the problem is, is that we give, but we don't honor the rest that's remaining in the way he said how to operate your money and the bible talks about that the bible says the borrower is a slave to the lender the bible talks about stewarding your money but these roadways i need some shoes man <laughs> i got to i got to live you gotta watch those happy moments I said, oh, we call them those me moments. You know what messes everybody up that's dieting? The cheat day. That cheat day is a gateway drug for you to, y'all ain't hear what I'm saying. You ask me how I know? Because I've been trying to move this mountain for a long time. You, 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 you with me, Sister Carleen? It is, it is, it is the, it, it is those moments when you feel there's no such thing as a me day or a cheat day. Or I'm not saying that don't make yourself comfortable and happy in life, but don't let emotions govern your thinking to the point where you break the infrastructure. Because once the communication grid is gone, don't ask why the phone ain't working. Somebody cheat day was today and I just ruined you. I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. Stop cheating. Hallelujah. When it comes to every area of your life, it just seems like the kingdom way is narrow. And it's so much easier to do what the Broadway is doing. It's so much easier to just... Turn your back on the Lord and give in to society. It's so much easy to just be angry like the rest. So much easy. You know, it's easy to tell people off that hurt you. You could even call a friend and they'll tell you a couple words to use. That's what you, you ever you ever you ever told somebody off and you tell your friend when you told them off. They said what you said. And they said you didn't tell them the right thing. You're like, well, what was you going to say if it was you? Y'all got that one friend? <laughs> Y'all hear what I'm saying? When it comes to every area of your life, that infrastructure governs economies. That infrastructure is what separates America from a lot of other nations. Do you know how many nations have oil? But can't get to it, can't transport it, can't dig it out, don't have a pipeline running underneath. Y'all ain't saying nothing to me. Do you know how many countries have gold and diamond and they sell it out to other nations who are capable of building the infrastructure to get it? Some of us came from such nations. Come on, talk to me. And what is true for economy is true for your life. The minute you destroy one of the roadways that God sets in your life as a man or a woman, it leads to destruction. Hallelujah. The problem with a lot of us is the same problem I had. I'm getting ready to close. 
My last point to you today is we emphasize the road too much. The emphasis should not be on the road, but where the road will lead us. I'll give you a good example. Every Friday I'm coming down for City Fridays, there's a big highway. And there's a local road by me. The local road is called Atlantic Road, Atlantic Street, something like that. I don't even know the road. I disrespect the road. It's Atlantic something. The big highway is the, the Meadowbrook Parkway to the southern state. Listen to that name. It's the whole state, southern part of it. Who want to take Atlantic Road when you could go on the Meadowbrook Parkway? Here's the point I'm trying to make. One is a highway. One is a street with stops. Every Friday, without fail, I know that it is destruction to get on the southern state. I will be stuck there for two hours. Anybody know what I'm talking about? And I know that if I drive little old Atlantic, it may seem slow. It may seem like I'm not progressing. Another stop. Another time I got to wait. Another time I got to be patient. Okay, now it's time to go. Another. It's not even nice. Who neighborhood is this? They don't have trees. There's no breeze blowing here. There's an ambulance practice. It seems confusing on this road. But the difference is this. If I emphasize the road, what I don't know is that when I jump on the broad road, everybody's out there. That's the problem. And you don't know that when everybody's out there, you actually moving slower. <laughs> Boy, I'm preaching up in this house. The traffic is not caused when we all stay home. The minute they opened New York City, I knew New York was open, open. I didn't need nobody to tell me. The first drive I took, I said, oh, we open, open. What used to take me five minutes took an easy 35. And people who used to drive in Manhattan, the, the Uber drivers during the pandemic scene was clear. Pick up, drop off, quick. Whoo, he getting Uber money. Now things open, open. One block is two hours. Can, can I get a witness up in this house? Here's the point I'm trying to make. Never without fail, I'm choosing the highway because of the type of road it is. Because it promises to be faster. It promises a lot. And I refuse the road that is actually getting me to where I need to go because it don't look the same. And I got to be patient on it. And there's lessons I'm learning on it. I ain't talking about no road here, y'all. I'm talking about these roads. And when you get on the kingdom road, can I get a witness in this house who feel like man every now and then God be putting me at a stoplight and I want to know if my life is moving be patient my brother ah God is working ah, I'm done preaching y'all I'm here to tell you that on that road when you stick to it when those moments come and it feels like you're not moving 
God is up in heaven working something out. Be patient. The Bible says weeping may endure for a night, but joy is coming in the... I wish somebody would get excited for Jesus. Let me tell you, young man, you accepted Jesus as Lord and Savior. The road ain't going to be easy. Not a lot of support. Times you're going to be alone. Times you're going to be the only one doing the right thing. But don't you ever take a detour because you're going to end up in a road that ain't moving at all. But the Bible says when you stay on kingdom infrastructure, when you let the pipelines of heaven flow, when you let the communications of heaven flow, prayer, Bible reading, and the way you walk, and the way you travel on the road, when those roadways are open, it leads to life eternal. What is crazy? is that few find it. Jesus knew his audience here. Let's get theological as I'm closing. He was speaking to a Greek audience. He was speaking to a Jewish audience. The Greeks thought that they had found life by philosophy. They were the deep thinkers. The Jews thought that just because they were born to Abraham's seed, stay with me, Carlin, keep playing, I like it, it's not really good. That's a kingdom road. Kingdom keys. The Jews thought that just because they were born to Abraham, they were automatically in the destination. Jesus comes along and he says, two foundations. Two trees, two type of people that are professing. They looking like they're saying the right thing, but depart from me, you work of iniquity. I know you're not. False tree and foundations that won't stand when storms come. Make no mistakes about this. Jesus is not just talking about you in this life. He's talking about the people that truly believe in God and will stand through storms and will stand through false teachings and you're going to know their life by the fruit it bears and they're not just going to profess something it's going to be in the way they live and then he comes down and he talks about these two roads and he says make no mistakes about it the road is broad now he's talking to a Jewish audience which means that a lot of them are sitting there thinking just because I'm Abraham's seed I'm good and Jesus says it is so sad that half of this population are lost even more than half and they're not finding the way because the way is standing right in front of them. I am the gate and I am the narrow way. Make no mistakes about it. That's what he is saying. He's saying I am the gate. Small gate. And there's no curve and bends in me. It's straight. And unless you come through this and all of you Abraham seed are sitting here think just because of your lineage you in but you're not you got to come through the gate I think about how many people sit in churches every week with the deception that just because you came to church or logged on a service you go in there 
if Jesus is saying this to the children of Abraham, we have a thing that I say in the beginning, and I'm going to say it every time until it's stuck with every volunteer in this church. It is a privilege to serve God. What do you mean by that, Pastor? We then go on to say, we do God no favors by serving Him. All the favors is in reverse. When we serve Him, it's Him doing us a favor to allow us to be part of the kingdom. Now, why you say that, Pastor? Because that is exactly when I sit back and I think about the church of Jesus Christ. How many people, storms have hit and their foundation is shaken in this pandemic. Talk to pastors all across the land. People have left the faith. People have given up on God. People have fallen, following false teachings. Being in the church is not guaranteed that you are headed on that road. It is only when you on that road for real. Let me say it simple like this. I'm done. Imagine me imagining I am currently on an interstate in Hawaii. <laughs> oh, I can feel the breeze. You ain't there, bro. You neither on the street. You could think it all you want, but unless you are really there, slogans they tell me to shout because my concern is not the kingdoms of this world my concern is that I'm on the road that when I reach the end I hear the words well done my good and faithful servant every head bow every eyes close in this place if you're watching online or you're in this building and you don't know Jesus, you can enter that gate today. Pray with me. Say, Father God, I ask you to come into my heart and forgive me of every sin. I repent of all my sin. And I believe that you died. Come on, church city, that you died and rose again. That I may live. God, from today, help me to set up kingdom infrastructure in my life. That I may live a victorious Christian life. In Jesus' name.